Hey, you're listening to Clumsy Theosis. This is the Catholic podcast where you will discover spunk and motivation to live a vibrant and transformational life as a child of God. I'm Rochelle Lucero, and I invite you to walk with me as we dive into all the things that Jesus gave us to do just that. I'm talking about the Bible, Catholic tradition, church documents, the catechism, the saints, the fathers, the doctors of the church, you name it, and I'll draw from it. You and I together, we are going to transform the world by letting Christ transform us. Hey, what's up? My name is Rochelle Lucero, and thank you for joining me today for another episode of the Clumsy Theosis Podcast. I'm excited you're here today, and I have a feeling that you will be too. You may have noticed the letters AMA in the title of this episode. That means, if you do not already know, that this is an Ask Me Anything episode, where I take one or a couple of the questions that have been submitted to me from one of you, and then I give you answers. In today's case, I have made one episode about one question. That's because I think it's a really important question, but you know what that means. It means that if you have burning questions about anything even remotely related to the faith, you can submit your questions to me via my website, clumsytheosis.net, and then there's going to be a tab in the menu that says contact. Click on that tab and then submit your question and I will give you a crackerjack of an answer. Today's question actually comes through Facebook. I know I just gave you explicit, explicit instructions on how to submit your questions through the website, but today I got this question from Facebook. I had made a post a while back about giving up control to God and it was Mary Lynn Bartko who left a public comment. She wrote... For me, it is a trust issue that I work on all the time. I'm afraid he will just let me go and catch me later. This is scary to me, so I end up struggling with decisions. Shrug emoji, I need more trust. Now, even though this is a comment, I'm quite aware it's a comment, not a question. When I read it, I immediately saw an underlying question here. So to me, Mary Lynn, I hope you don't mind, but I think you'd like to know how do I get better at trusting God? Heck, I think we would all like an answer to that question. How do we get better at trusting God? And I think our desire to trust God is extra prominent right now with the theme from Divine Mercy Sunday that was just celebrated in the Roman Rite. Jesus, I trust in you is the slogan for this feast day after all. Now, when I say Jesus, I trust in you, yes, I say it with my mouth and with my mind, and I really hope that it's true. But in my heart, it's kind of more like, Jesus, I trust in you, even though my actions prove otherwise. And maybe let's be honest that I trust you in the big things. At least I hope I do. Please forgive me. Help me to trust you. Okay, raise your hand if you can relate with that. Now, while in the Roman Rite, y'all just celebrated Divine Mercy Sunday, the week after Easter, in the Byzantine Rite, we celebrate, sorry, Thomas Sunday as in Doubting Thomas. So you see that Holy Spirit correlation. This is a day, this is a time in the Roman and in the Byzantine rite focusing on trusting Jesus, on trusting God. So how do we do that better? Let's let's dive into that. Let me give you the quick answer, which is, are you ready for it? Is we learn to trust God better through the power of witness. Now hold tight and let me explain what I mean by witness And we're also going to talk about where we see this in the Bible and how we practically do it 
as well as the benefits of witnessing and um, yeah, everything that that's going to bring in our life with regard to blessing and just living the faith better as children of God. So a witness has two jobs, to observe and report. Think about someone who might witness a crime. They observe a crime and then they are called upon by the law to give a testimony, to report what they observed. In Acts 1.8, Jesus said, you will receive the Holy Spirit and be my witnesses. Before his ascension, he told all of his disciples, all of his followers, and that includes us by extension, that we will receive the Holy Spirit and witness to people. Basically, we will report to them the things that we have observed firsthand in our own lives and in the lives of the people around us. We will report what Jesus has done. Mm -hmm. A few chapters later in Acts 4, we see the disciples doing just that. Now, this is in that point in the story right after Peter and John healed a crippled man in the name of Jesus. Everyone who witnessed this, they go off and they tell everybody that they know. They are witnessing to what they just saw. And of course, of course, the council of elders has John and Peter arrested again, right? This is not new for them. They're arrested, but since the elders can't really do anything to them this time, they let them go and they give them a strong warning and a stipulation. They tell the disciples that they have to stop speaking and teaching in the name of Jesus, and they have to stop doing healing demonstrations in the name of Jesus. And it's in Acts chapter 4, verses 19 and 20, that Peter and John answer the stipulations that they receive from the elders. And they say to them, they say, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than God, you must judge. For we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. So what just happened here and what does this have to do with us getting better at trusting God? All right. Well, the Holy Spirit compels the disciples to be Jesus's witnesses, to tell the world what Jesus has done, is doing, and will do in the personal lives of the people that they meet, including and actually starting with themselves and their own lives. And why was this so important to the Jewish elders that they stop doing that and stop giving other people something to talk about, you know, when they perform the miracles in Jesus' name? Why was it important that they stop doing that? It's because the Jewish elders knew. They knew the power of witness. Witness builds belief, faith. It builds hope. And in a very, very special way, witness builds trust. That's why Jesus said, you'll receive the Holy Spirit and be my witness because witnessing is powerful. When we give witness, we build trust in one simple life-altering fact, that God is for you. And when God is for you, you naturally trust him. And it's through the power of witness that we grow in trust of God. And we do this by witnessing to ourselves. Yes, witness to others. Tell everybody that you come across what Jesus has done and what he is doing in your life, the blessings that he's given you, all of that. Tell everyone, but do not forget to witness to yourself. Tell yourself what you have seen Jesus do by keeping a log, a written log of what Jesus has done for you. All of the prayers that he has answered for you all of the surprise blessings that he's showered upon you, all of the messages that he's given to you, write them down. Because when you write them down, you can go back and revisit them and you witness to yourself. Every time you revisit them, every time you reread 
what God has done and what he is doing. Now, it was my friend Peggy who told me about this. I did not come up with this myself. And I'm sure she didn't either, but I'm totally calling her out anyway because she's freaking awesome. And if you don't have awesome friends, I really suggest that you get some because they really are a blessing. Anyways, Peggy taught me how to do this. And with all of my education in theology and all of my personal belief in our mission and the importance of sharing and preaching Jesus to others, I never, ever thought about the importance of witnessing Jesus to myself right? This was a totally revolutionary idea to me. And it was like also one of those like duh moments, like I should have known this. Because again, like I said, this is not new. This is actually very biblical and ancient. I'm sure you have noticed this in scripture, especially in the Old Testament, when they talk about the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of David. Have you ever stopped and wondered, why are they listing these patriarchs? Why are they doing a lineage? What is going on here? What does this have to do with what's coming. Part of the reason that they do this and that they did this for hundreds, thousands of years was to recall to themselves what God has been doing in the history of their people, the blessings and the fulfilled promises. In today's language and on today's topic, they were witnessing to themselves. Duh. Like, I've seen this, I've read this how many times and I never picked up on that. They were witnessing to themselves And that was helping them to trust God better. And we need to do that. We need to witness to God because this is a tried and sorry, we need to witness to ourselves what God has done for us and what he is doing for us because this is a tried and true method of trusting God better. Now, when I first started to do this, I made this way more complicated than it needed to be. I tried to have like separate physical journals to write different types of things in. And it just, it was too complicated and I didn't do it as often as I should have. Now I just use Google Docs because it's portable, right? I have the app on my phone and I could whip out my phone and I could just type something in on the fly. Even if it's like shorthand, I'll come back to it and fill it in later. Also, I have noticed that it is very important for me to have it with me for those days when I'm having a rough time trusting God, when the devil is trying to screw with me and get in my head and, you know, trying to get me to believe his lives. I pull out my Google Doc and I read the things that God has done for me in my life and the things that he is doing. And I also can read the things that he has told me through prayer, right? Because he's constantly talking to me. And when I do this, it brings me back to that place of trust in God, because if I'm being very honest, it can be hard sometimes to trust God, and it has 100% nothing to do with him and everything to do with me, partly because blind trust in a fallen world isn't easy, because people prove to us time and time again that they are not trustworthy. I have learned, and I'm sure this is not something unique to me, I have learned to be very conservative with how much I trust people, when I trust people, who I trust. And unfortunately, I also take this into my relationship with God, which it does not belong there. And the fact that we live in a fallen world is because Adam and Eve did what? What was underlying their disobedience? Underlying their disobedience was the fact that they didn't trust God because the serpent made them think that God was holding out on them, that he wasn't totally upfront with them, that he wasn't trustworthy. Now, if they were keeping a log and they would have witnessed to themselves, they would have realized that the serpent is full of it. But anyways, in hindsight, right? 
But that leads me to why it is important for us to trust God, why it is important for us to witness to ourselves regularly. At the very top of my list is the fact that the devil doesn't want you to trust God. Because if you trust God, you will trust what God says about you. And the devil doesn't want you to be able to trust what God has to say about you because then he won't be able to manipulate you the way that he did with Adam and Eve. He won't be able to keep you from believing all of the things that God says to you because they'll be current in your mind and in your heart. Because God is constantly telling you who you are as a child of God, which is you're amazing, basically. Also, God is always telling you about the life and the destiny that he has made for you, how to accomplish that, what you need to do, the beautiful plans that he has for you, plans for your welfare, for your hope, and for your future. Thank you, Jeremiah. And when you trust God and you stay close to him and the truth that he is telling you all the time, you start walking taller in your identity. And you start exercising your authority to wield the power of heaven here on earth. And we wield the power of heaven here on earth through wonders, signs, miracles, and mighty deeds. And if you are one of those people who are like, wait a minute, sorry, Rochelle, I think you have me confused with one of the people that we read about in scripture or one of the saints. Um, I do not have you confused because you are intended to be a saint. God has created you to be a saint. And even those saints who liked to kind of live under the radar, you know, they kept to themselves, those type of saints, they still did all of that. They still did wonder signs, miracles, and mighty deeds. They just weren't publicized and advertised the same way. They still did all of that. And you and I, since we were made to be saints, that means we're made to do all of that too. It just kind of comes with the territory. And that's why growing in our trust of God and trusting God better is so important because we have saints to become. Witnessing to ourselves is going to aid us in this endeavor because when we trust God, we're going to believe what he has to say. We're not going to be manipulated by the devil and we're going to stay on course with who God has made us to be and become that awesome creation of God. I hope that you liked this Ask Me Anything episode. If you have any questions about anything in the faith, please, 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 please ask me. Go to clumsytheosis.net and click that contact tab in the menu and then bada bing, bada boom, I will give you an answer. As always, a special shout out to my top financial supporters, Gina, Vincent, Jason, T-Rex, Lewis, Gary, and Sherry. I hope I didn't miss anybody. I don't think I missed anyone. Donations make this podcast go round, so please donate if you like tuning into the show. It's that simple. All the info that you need to make a donation can be found at clumsytheosis.net slash donate. Until our next episode, peace out. Welcome to the end of the podcast. Since you made it this far, you know what that means, right? We're like totally best friends now. (laughs) But for real though, thanks so much for spending time with me and growing in your faith knowledge and letting Christ transform you. Since you stayed this long, I'm thinking that you liked the episode. So will you do me a favor and share it with a friend or all of your friends on social media? While you're online, I invite you to check out my website, clumsytheosis.net. There you're going to find all of the things that you need, such as how to get in touch with me, how to book me as a speaker, how to find my social channels, how to sign up for our weekly email. And very importantly, this is very important, how to donate if you'd like to support the show. 
This show is listened to in approximately 90 countries across the globe. So if you find value in this show, please consider donating at clumsytheosis.net. Anything that you give is very much appreciated and it is super helpful. All right, thanks again for walking with me today. Remember that we can transform the world by letting Christ transform us.